0: And we are here at NASRO twenty twenty-three and we have Coffee with Kelly live in person. So I will introduce our main host, Kelly.
1: Hello Ethan. How are Hi you Kelly. Doing? It's great to be doing this, you yeah. know, face to face. NASRO school safety conference. Yeah. The thirty third school. And we're also here with NASRO's president, Rudy Perez. Rudy, why don't you introduce yourself and, and give us a little bit about how you got here?
0: Well, its uh, I'll tell you one thing, my name is Rudy Perez. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, I'm excited to partner with you guys and, and see so many people in the in the, the world of school safety. Uh, I started with NASRO in 2011. I attended my first conference and you realize that you meet people with the same synergy that have the passion to protect kids, right? The vision and mission is to protect kids. It wasn't more the enforcement portion of it, but it's how do you create a a location and a place where kids can graduate safely. So I came to this conference and I said, look, I want to be part of this. I want to be part of this uh, organization. How do I get on the board? How do I jump on? And uh, I ended up running for the board. I oversaw Region 9, which was California, Nevada, Oregon, Hawaii, which I got to visit.
1: So, um, you know, we talked a little bit before and I did my research on you and you come from a, <laughs> a small district, right? Yes, yes, I did. I did uh,
0: 23 years in Los Angeles, right? right. And with the LAUSD, uh, I'll give you the numbers on it just because I'm, I'm, it's fresh on. So you're, you're talking about 500,000 students, over wow. 40,000 employees, 710 miles of jurisdiction, 1500 locations. So it's a pretty big beast.
1: So how, how big was your department?
0: My department, you know, it's interesting we say that. So I'm going to discuss a little bit on the challenges where we're living out right now, especially is do do SROs make safe? But before the pandemic, we were at about 590 officers, Uh uh, fully staffed in some of their areas. And then the pandemic hit the issues with SROs being on campus. We took a defund, went to 300 police officers. Wow. Yeah. So we lost a lot of uh, really good cops because mm-hmm. of bad policymaking and right. i mean now they're we're living the repercussions of that
1: right right so um uh as as you mentioned uh this particular podcast is really uh, addressing attacking that um that mindset yeah. and answering the question do sros make schools safer and you know there's been a lot of conversation in the last three, four years about that, and a lot of decisions that were, uh, from my knee-jerk type of decision, yeah. right? And um, uh, so my experience, as most most people know, is uh, 34 years in law enforcement in Santa Barbara. Um, so uh, I was with the sheriff's office up yeah. there, and um, so when when we're talking about this. Transition because you mentioned earlier that they're starting to bring them back. Yeah, and and how does uh, specifically how are they? You defunded all of those positions. How are they getting those back? And and how are they making that a priority? Or and kind of what was the impetus for that?
0: Well, it's it okay. So obviously we we come back from a situation that occurred in the Midwest that changed law enforcement. Uh, a lot of agencies decided, like you said, knee-jerk reaction. Uh, the, ref- the way that we are coming back is there's there's a lot of people being hurt by bad policymaking, right? right? Uh, not only being hurt, probably killed. Uh, at least in Los Angeles, I can tell you that bad policymaking created a, a vacuum of officers not wanting to be school officers anymore, right. right? Because why would I want to work in a place where I'm not being supported, right? Right. right? Where there was a narrative of lying that officers were using force, officers were doing silly things along the way that were all lies. And unfortunately, it, people believed it. But the truth came out is that that wasn't the truth. Right. And after bad policymaking, we saw crime skyrocket. We saw weapons in schools skyrocket. Um, and now it's it, it, leadership is looking at this and going, wait a minute, we we got to stop, and, and maybe we need to look back and right. what, and fix some of these things. Uh, New York is returning, right? We did right. some training for New York. Florida is a strong organization. Texas is uh, is bringing them as a mandatory Tori. legislation. Yep. You got Tennessee that just dropped $240 million yep. to bring them back. You have organizations back in, uh, in, in uh, the South Bay cities of California. We want our SROs back. But the challenge is this. Every agency is hurting for bodies, right? So there's a vacuum of officers saying, "Oh, I don't know if I want to be a police officer anymore." Right. So
1: this, you know, like I said, 34 years uh, retired commander from Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Office, and loved my career, absolutely loved it. Um, And what we really were looking at this is the first time in the history of Kelly Moore, um, where you know people who've come up to me and asked, should I do this for a career? I, I'm not, I'm not Think inclined to say, because, um, uh, we, as, uh, old school people, I started it back in 86. Yeah. Um, it was, we, we exist based upon the support of our communities. That's right. Right. That's right. And, um, we we know that there's a certain, there will always be a percentage of that right. that community who doesn't like That's us right. right you know and so we said as long as we can continue to have that support we we will make do with what we have as long as we have that That's support right. but when the politics started to overtake and now common sense common sense right politics <laughs> are such that we are looking at uh, cops doing the right thing and the the public and the politics they prosecute. That's right. Right. So so
0: it's so you're talking about the ecosystem that's been disturbed. Yep. Right. So you look at a community where you you have an ecosystem and what they did is they removed the law enforcement portion that addressed ecosystem issues. Right. Mm -hmm. And wraparound services, mental health, none of that respond to the issues that need a law enforcement pop right now. I'm not saying, and, and and take this to note. I'm not saying I don't want more counselors. I want more counselors. I want more mental health workers. I want more more teachers and everybody to be. But it's not in lieu of, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. It's yeah. not in
1: replacement of the law enforcement. Right. So sure. this is where um, people don't understand the relational uh, properties of the ecosystem. You're taking. A major component out right. of completely right. taking it out, and what happens when you take a, a major factor? Uh, we'll use the lake as an ecosystem, right? Yeah. And there's all these different other bioorganisms That's that right. live in there. And they but will if take, I take over it. But if I take the water out of it, it's going to die. It's done.
0: It's done. It's done right? right. And we are getting to that point. I think yeah. we've gone to that place, and now policy is in a place where we can we can turn it around. We can make better policy. We can look at each other and say, OK, maybe we need to tweak the law enforcement portion. All right. 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 For me and you that have been in the job over 20 years, we sometimes we say the good old days. Right. right? And right. we see our young millennial cops that come into play that they don't know what the good no, old days that's right. Was. That's right. So the change is truly harder for the leadership. Yep. But we're foreseeing the prospect of saying, great, we have to change in the perspective to say we will change to become a better law enforcement officer, to serve the needs of our community, to serve the needs uh, of our schools, right? So as you move forward in leadership now, we have to look at the ecosystem and say, you know, my COPS need mental health training, you know, social and emotional support process, understanding the educational process,
1: and that's where NASRA comes into play. Right, so, um, but we also need our school administrators to take that same leadership. Correct, I agree. So that they understand the roles and responsibilities of our law enforcement and how they interact and and how everything are are supportive of each other. That's right. right. And of the ecosystem. Of the ecosystem,
0: right? But so you're right. So like one thing we're talking about now is NASRO being one of those things that brings that training where you bring your administrator, you bring your school counselor, you bring your law enforcement officer in a place where... It's creating synergy. At least we're all on the same page. Right. What is behavioral issue? What is criminal issue, right? So right. now we understand what are those aspects and how to clean those aspects out.
1: Well, and, and so I, so somebody asked me uh, when I was with Santa Barbara Unified Schools as their safety quarter. They uh, said, how do you understand, why do you understand threat assessments and behaviors and stuff? I said, I just spent 34 years dealing with behaviors. It, That's right. And, and and so um when you when you take somebody whose profession even though it's called law enforcement we are actually dealing with behaviors correct right and this is like asking a parent how, how are you a good parent right it's because that's what you do day out so when i look at threat assessments you know, every every interaction I I do was a threat assessment, That's right? Right. And so I'm I'm looking at somebody. I'm seeing what their body language is. I'm seeing what how they're verbalizing, how their nonverbals right. are going, and so forth.
0: At the same. You were profiling criminal behavior if you needed or, to, right? Right. That's what we're trained to do. And see. Right. C-
1: and so, um, uh, when, when you when you look at that in the school setting correct and understanding and how are you getting the administration and the the district leadership on board with that
0: so what we've created is we've we've actually created synergy portions of intentional trainings for administrators intentional trainings for our mental health workers we have an AMEHT class that we teach and you don't have to be a law enforcement officer we we have the ability to come in and do specific training for people Right. We have the ability to engage in training, not only at a local level, but as you're seeing so many things, Brazil's here in NASRA. Yeah. We have Brazil, we have the UAE, Dubai are here, yeah. right? They're seeing going, the U.S. is doing something to get into it, early prevention, early intervention right. process. Right. And how do we, how do we mimic that? And that's why some of these organizations are here.
1: Yeah. Wow. So um, uh, I'm going to give a little plug to Crisis Go because yeah, they're yeah, the ones please. that actually paid the bills, right? So... When we talk about ecosystem, uh, we've developed a system basically that allows us to be that connective tissue so that you can talk to your school and everyone's on the same sheet of music. Everyone understands that. And um, when you because when we look at all of the different systems that are in there, you know, we talk about behavior um, behavior. Intervention, assessments, and and all of that stuff. Um, And we look at the disciplinary process. We look at the restorative processes. Those systems don't always mesh well. Oh, no, they don't. Right? They don't. So uh, what are your challenges within the school district with getting those systems to work together? Well, it was a big
0: challenge. I was a detective for threat assessments for close to 10 years
1: mm-hmm.
0: probably one of the best uh, jobs I had and it was the ability to see how do we, we see a threat how do I track the threat mm-hmm. what are the responses how are we know we getting wraparound services to a student right. or even an adult on campus right. right so
1: it's very difficult to to see that yeah so yeah what when we look at um, yeah that question how do how do we um, for lack of a better term how do we engineer violence yeah. out of this right how do we uh, make the school safer uh, you know a lot of times we look at um, making securing the building right but especially in Los Angeles oh, yeah. I, I'm imagining that a good lot of strong your perimeters good strong perimeters but you have a lot of issues outside of that perimeter as well and that's probably
0: more my my challenge that you would see in LA was yeah. The issues outside affecting schools. right
1: across the street, right, right. or in the park That's next right. door. Or, the or, gang
0: shooting the day before, then now it's going to bleed into your schools. Yeah, that, uh, whether it's the robberies that are going around around the school because there is the we talked about the district attorneys, right? right. The, the the reward of committing a crime is outweighing the punishment, right? right? right. Those are the issues you're seeing now yeah, yeah. across the country.
1: Yeah. So, um, what do you what do you look at? your because we're going to get into your new job a little bit um, because that's where you're in Minneapolis area or something. Yeah, I am. I am. am. So Give us a little bit about that and then I'll ask you my question. um,
0: I I recently retired from Los Angeles after 22 years of serving and um, I I retired as a lieutenant overseeing the South Central area divisions of the schools and very challenging but very rewarding. Really good amount of great officers Uh, i got an offer and and at golden valley police department where i just became an assistant chief and uh, it's really cool to see and shift the the portion of administration now more my administrative uh, position now i get to oversee the sro program there it's a phenomenal police department uh it's starting from the ground up, so I get a brand new canvas to see oh. how I can. I
1: can. So you're the, the first department. assistant chief. Um, I'm one of the two assistant chiefs. Oh there. yeah, uh, yeah, awesome. One of the two. So um, uh, Golden Valley sounds. It, just the name sounds like it's a better place. <laughs> well, right? we
0: walked around <laughs> saying, "Did you have a Golden Valley <laughs> day?" Right? <laughs> right, And it's and it is a true. It's a great place. But I am the border to Minneapolis, where George Floyd got killed. Right. So that bleeds in into
1: our city all yeah. the time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're familiar with um, Minneapolis. Yeah. Um, but so we're, we're moving forward. And um, your, your challenges are going to be different, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But what for the SROs themselves, what are their major challenges going to be in the next 3, 5, 10 years?
0: Well, I think some of the challenges we'll see as SROs is uh, technology and mm-hmm. sometimes some of our SROs are more seasoned, you would say that you know, the yeah. transition to into technology or using AI information that's going to be very helpful to us how to use it and how to be responsible toward that. Um, and but I think technology is the number one uh, game changer in SRO worlds where right. it's going to be let's take some analytics, let's read behavioral things, let's let's put it in into a system maybe it can give us some answers that we're not seeing yeah uh so i see that um as a challenge to new sros but um i think administrations need to con- continue to understand what is criminal behavior versus normal children's student behavior right, you right. know right um, i think so.
1: there's there i think you're right about the technology and i'll talk to you more offline um about that um but I, I think you're right. Technology is going to be a challenge, with the intent to make it better. That's right. Right. It so, is. So there's a good facial recognition. Right? You got LPRs yeah. on our schools. Yeah. Right? And so, what are they going to be okay know, with? What one of the the experiences I've had, um, and we'll start wrapping this up is, I think we will. Yeah. Uh, depends on that. No, I got to get going. Here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, where we have the smaller districts and um, that really rely on their SRO as the safety coordinator for their district. I don't think that that's really what you, your guys' position is that they should be that, they should be there for that advice and stuff, but they really shouldn't be that person who's responsible for all of the safety. There.
0: Well, you look at, there's two things, right? And what is the small town uh, rule rural mm-hmm. school I don't think they have the resources that other schools do. So you got force multipliers in different areas, right? right. you gotta, you got to use your SRO for that school safety plan. Or how do you bring in the fire department? How do you bring the response services going? What does this look like if we do have an issue here? Right. Um, I don't think specifically sometimes we're designed for it. But I think your SRO, a properly trained, properly equipped, and a properly uh, uh, selected SRO. And I say my plug-in is... Use Nasro training. I believe right. Nasro training is the number one training in this country that will prepare your officer to be there.
1: Yeah, uh, does Nasro train in emergency management and response? So that's my that's my biggest issue. Right, is if you have an actual active shooter, their primary response or their primary role is the response, the initial Correct. response Correct. to that, right? Correct. And if you're responding. You're likely going to be involved in a shooting, Into it, yeah. right? In it, yeah. And then you're you're taken out of the management of yeah.
0: That. Yeah. well, then, the, well, that yeah. comes back to the leadership, term, right? right? That comes back to a leadership as yes. a, a commanding officer in Santa Barbara. You understood yeah. that. Yeah. I think uh, Uvalde is a perfect example mm-hmm. of the lack of leadership, the lack of resources, the the lack of commanding resource. You have every resource in that location, yep. right? But you didn't have a leader commanding it in an EAP or a a command post saying, hey, hold on, we need a contact team, we need to get in there, asking the questions that needed to be answered.
1: Or or looking at what was given to them. That's right. And and then then make an assessment. So I'm gonna, um, um, from, from this, I'll leave it with this. I think this is, I think generally speaking, if I let, as a leader, I let my trained officers address the problem, then, um, when I, that problem is going to be taken care of fairly quickly because that's what yeah. they do Seconds. day in and day out.
0: Seconds, and
1: then everything else is what we're going to be it's the
0: recovery process. It,
1: the the recovery, uh, you know, all of that management, yeah, reunification, it's all the, recovery, that, the right. management of yeah, that right management portion. You know, that's right. what we get judged on. That's right. Right. That's right. So, I think that's where we have to lo- really look at. Um, Bringing in uh, good managers, that's right, good, and good bring leaders. In, bringing in your fire departments, bringing in right. uh, your other resources, your mental health, bringing all those people in, and saying, "How are we going to manage this?" That's right, that's right. And how are we going to train ourselves that's to be right. ready for that's that? Right. So. I appreciate it. No,
0: and no I Thanks yeah. for the opportunity. Yeah. I think safety is uh, it's uh, it's not it's not only the SROs' perspective, but it's everybody. Yeah. Whether it's your counselor, your teacher, your parent, right, you, yep. right. And school safety is everyone's. School It's a shared responsibility. Thank
1: right? you. I appreciate the time here. Yeah, I appreciate you coming. And <laughs> thank you. You are our first official guest. <laughs> uh, so uh, take and a listen a to some of our is. podcasts. Is. I will. I will. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> because uh, we we address. You know, twice a month we sure. address those uh, sure. issues, and, it, and I come at it from that emergency management. So nice to meet you. I Thank you. It. Have right, a guys. great conference. Take Thanks. Care. Thanks.